G'day there. What a choice you've made by downloading this podcast. The best. The greatest. The best choice ever. The greatest choice. You'll this, never regret it. So it's a, this is a point in your life at which things you, are going to get better. I think I'm addicted to Instagram. See? I would say that that's true. Yeah. Why? Do, are you uh, like posting it's the first thing, or sorry. checking? No, it's just I feel like I'm just addicted to looking at the photos because I don't go on Facebook. Yeah, I'm oh. over Facebook as well. I do. Oh. I do. I get tagged in a lot, so you know how it comes up in your sort of notifications, yeah. And then I'll click on it and go. And I don't. I like the memories, and then that's about it. I don't often post. See, I don't like memories. Oh, right. Okay. I mean, it's cute when your kids' memories of your kids come up, mm. but when pictures of you come up, and you're like, mm. I didn't post many photos of me, so they're all yeah. like kids' photos coming up. Anyway, but I think I'm addicted. Thank you for uh, being a safe space. <laughs> you're welcome. But you've taken the first step. Yeah, it's yes. admitting it. You have Absolutely. A so yeah. if you're listening to the podcast and you don't follow me, my um, Instagram is Abby Jane Coleman. Right next to Stav Hit 1053. Maddie doesn't want any followers, even though he needs the endorsements. <laughs> don't you want to be an influencer, sir? <laughs> Influencer. I don't know uh, that. I, yeah, no. I don't have. I'm not a chick. We, we you know what? Uh, There's some things we need to accept in life as men, uh-huh. and that is we can never be Instagram no, you, influencers. No, you can be. That's what, you are for a car. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I'm so not you, for anything. Yeah, you, but you'll, mainly, do an, you'll be an influencer for anything. No, I'm not for anything. I will pay you to be an influencer for my Instagram. Okay. What do I have to do? <laughs> I don't know. That's the whole thing. You've got to come up with your own. I've been asked to post like photos of food uh-huh. and right. got offered $50 to post a photo of food. 50 bucks? Yeah. What, do you have to buy the food yourself? Or no, they, they said they'd send it, to me. send it to me. Is it, see, is that what they're paying those people? 50 bucks to post something as an ad? I don't want to say what it is recently, but if you see that in their feed, yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah, I just mouthed it. Mm. And I was right. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you can lip read, you're never going to know the answer. Righto, who wants to get some podcast on ya? Give it to me. Here we go today. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sick. 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 That's so sick. Well, I don't know if you know, but it's flu season right now. And that's the reason I sound like an 80s DJ with uh, quite an expensive habit. Um, (laughs) They did did say back when they replaced all the studios in the 80s. I've heard this. When they lifted the desks up. There was talcum powder. Everywhere. Nightclub talcum powder all underneath the the console desks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of general managers retired <laughs> on that cleanup. Uh, yeah, it is flu season, so of course we're getting the old uh, get your flu shots now. And I don't know about you guys, but having talked to doctors about it, because it's, it's made up of different flus from around the world, and doctors seem to take a really strange pride if their city, their flu virus from their city, gets into the, into the vaccine. It's a multicultural vaccine. It is, because mm. it's all the bad ones from around the world, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. And this year, Brisbane has made the list yet again. So my doctor would be like, oh, I'm so chuffed. Yeah. There is a flu. B-town. The most dangerous strain of flu yeah. from last year started here in Brisbane. And that's why I don't like people to joke about colds, because I'm like, colds and flus are very different. Like, serious flu like is dangerous. Like headache and migraines. Yes, people go, yes. I've got a migraine. You go, no, you don't. You've got a headache. Shut yes. Up. And that's why we should yeah, stop yeah. the word man flu, because yeah. now it's really quite... Serious, because people died last year. Did the bear flu make it in? 
Imagine that. We've got the Brisbane strain, the Michigan strain this yes, year, they, and the man flu. Yes, <laughs> they pretend to give you an injection yeah. and say you'll be fine. Yeah, it's, just, it's just concrete. <laughs> <laughs> got to take it orally. <laughs> yeah. so, so how do they know, though, like it started here in Brisbane? Because they traced must, them all back. Yeah, but there must have been one person who could have brought it in from somewhere else or what, like it, it just came here, set up, got... Benefits, bought a house. Yeah, no, they they asked me questions and it did the Forex Brewery tour. <laughs> it went on the wheel. Does it go um, for the Broncos? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. if it does, it's it. so local yeah. that Loves they're the like, mango. we know you're not. Yeah, we yeah. know you're not a Sydney cider. Yeah. yeah, I know it's weird, isn't it? It's just it's sort of one of those things where it like it joins with other stuff and then becomes even more of a, a tougher strain. Is it true? Your your uh, brother's a pharmacist. Yeah, and I've always heard this. There'll, there'll become a time where antibiotics don't work because the uh, the bugs. Mutate all the time, and we yeah, are always bug. yeah. We're always trying to yeah. catch up to it. He even says, um, and I don't know, this is a great thing to say, but he says so many people come in and I go, you don't need that because do we don't want to rest. You yeah. know when the doctor goes, oh, can you just rest? And you go, yeah. sorry, I'm sorry, where's my prescription? Yeah, that I I will admit I'm like that, but it's, it doesn't do you any good. So all of a sudden, when you really do get sick, your body <laughs> yeah. will be used to that. And also, people don't finish their course of antibiotics. Yeah. So once you get it, you need to finish it because if you need to start taking it again. That strain has already got a use to the antibiotics. It's not going to work. Imagine that, though. If you uh, you get a script from a doctor, you take it to a pharmacist, and it gives you a couch. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's leather and it suits the rest of my uh, my furniture, I'd be, I'd be okay with that. Well, I don't know. Are we proud that we have a strain of flu in the vaccine? Well, look, the doctors say, to quote, not really something to celebrate. But? Because influenza is a killer. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, thanks to its never-ending ability to mutate, which is why Brisbane got in it, yeah. it's likely to be a threat forever. But, you know, it is nice to see Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> Murder capital of the world. Brisbane. Yay! 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 Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. People say I am the best boss. They go, God, we've never worked in a place like this before. <laughs> You're hilarious. I was just educating people. Um, hopefully. But saying that if you are sick when you're on annual leave, which is always annoying, but it happens to people because they just got to get through and then holidays, they're like, oh, I can't believe I'm sick. Well, they say it's when you when you stop pumping along, when you wind yeah. down, yes. you give your body a chance to, to get you. But if you're sick, you're allowed to go, oh, I'm not going to cancel my annual leave. I'm going to put in for sick leave. And then you still get those annual leave days when you want. You didn't realise we all can't do it now. Sure we can, because we're all together all the time. We've all given it to each other. I, and I've been I've been saying two days ago that my sons yes. are sick, and yes. I'm going <laughs> to get it on Monday. Bleeding I don't up. want to get it. Yeah. Stop it. <coughs> Sorry, guys. And you know I've got to try and get my annual leave up. You do. Uh, yeah. I'm in debt. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's implying you're going to quit and cash it in. No, because I took maternity leave, uh, and you don't accrue it when you're on. How dare I? Of course. Well, yeah. all right. So this is the deal. She's, you've thrown this out there like it's fact that you can <laughs> you can get a doctor certificate and save your holidays. Um, so thirteen ten sixty, we threw it out there, and Laura from Thornlands joins us. Hi. Oh, hi guys. How are you? Good. Good. What do you got for us, Laura? Um, well, I don't have an answer for you, but I hope it's true, Abby. So yes. I was just going to say that I'm happy to. I'm at work now, so I can find out for you. Yeah, that'd be um, great. I work for a big like um, hospital, so hopefully. If they allow it, <laughs> I'll have to use that in the future. But wouldn't it be harder to get a medical certificate if you work at a hospital, though? Uh, no. She's surrounded by doctors. But when I'm not at work, then, yeah, I've got to do what everyone else does. Yeah. yeah. 
Is that your Laura, best? you sound very happy with this information. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> It'd be easier because you're friends with the doctors. Go, hey, I won't tell Sharon that you stole a beef lasagna for lunch. <laughs> Just sign, sign me up one of these, will you? Yeah, well, I kind of do that when it comes to I need some drugs, you know. Kudos off the shelf now, so that helps. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's illegal, and I can tell you're only joking, Laura. Uh, only her name's jokes? not Laura, actually. Now I've no. read it correctly. It's Tamitha. <laughs> yep, Lynn. <laughs> Lynn. Smooth guys. <laughs> we've got we've got our listeners' backs always. Hey, Lynn and Shayla Park. Do you know if this yes. is true? Definitely, hundred percent true. Yes. Wow. Um, How do you know? My my has we about this is actually going back about five years ago. Um, my parents came over to visit us from Canada, and my husband and I both had annual leave. He took four weeks off, and about a week into it, he ended up with kidney stones and ended up in the hospital, oh. wow. and he got all of his annual leave back and changed to sick leave. Wow. Are they, they must be pretty annoyed, though, when you go and put that form in. Oh, who cares? <laughs> yeah, and he, and he was going to have that time off anyway. He couldn't help it that he got that. Yeah. You know, like exactly. he, if he was working, he would just have to have taken it off at sick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I actually did payroll at one stage as well, and I actually told some employees when they were sick that they could reverse it and put it on annual leave. Right. But working in payroll, you got any other sweet little tips that we can use? <laughs> Not that I can think of. I'd have to look at you. They didn't have EBAs back then. <laughs> What's an What's EBA? Enterprise bargaining agreement where uh, a lot of the yes. stuff that's actual law doesn't yeah. apply, apply to certain people. Yes, yeah. we signed a contract so, and we didn't yeah. read it. I get it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bit any, more complicated. Mm. Any tricks to get out of paying tax? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, this relationship's over, Lynn. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Lynn. Karen and Daisy Hill, have you got an answer for Good us? Good morning. Hi, yes. I'm actually a federal public servant from Canberra living in Brisbane. Oh, hello. And Hi. <laughs> We, it is true. If you're on annual leave and you become sick or one of your family becomes sick and you have to look after them, when you get back to work with a medical certificate, you can convert your annual leave to personal leave. So Sweet. it's true. Yeah. This is amazing. And as Lynn was saying in Enterprise Agreements, I actually used to work in an Enterprise Agreement team and it's very, very rare for companies to do that in Australia. Wow. So, but on the other hand, we have executives at work in the department 20, 25 years, when they retire, they hand back their personal leave. They can hand back two and three years' worth of yeah. personal leave. They don't get paid out for yeah. it. Oh. Yeah. Well, why would, you, that's, why would you not take the leave if you knew you weren't going to get the coin? Because we work hard for these Australian people. Well oh, done, Karen. Karen. <laughs> and then you laugh. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. In just one week, we're whacking a hundred grand on the line because Alpha Bucks is playing seven and eight a.m. every single day. Damien uh, took ten grand at seven yeah. on Monday. Mm-hmm. Today could be your day. Let's play your day, Tammy in the ring bar. How you doing? Good, thanks. Good. Now, thirty seconds away, you could be walking away with ten thousand dollars if you can answer mm-hmm. all ten questions with the letter that Abby is going to give you. Okay. Okay. All right. Say pass if you don't know, and you get $50 per question you get right. Here we go. Tammy, your letter this morning is L for lucky, which we hope is good. Okay. All right. right. Name something you might take a pretty photo of. Landscape. Name a networking app. LinkedIn. Name a vegetable. Mm, Pass. Name a famous Australian. (laughs) 
Um, pass. Name a hobby. Uh, long jump. Name a small creature. Lizard. Name a video game. Pass. Name a savoury dish. Lasagna. Oh, we're going to give it to her. Thumbs up from the uh, adjudicators. Yes, because it was hard with the baby crying. We understand. Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Well done. Awesome. Well Thank done. you so much. I'll go through the couple that you passed on. Vegetable, you could add lentil or leek. Uh, famous yeah. Australian, you could have had Lincoln Lewis. And uh, video game, you could have had L.A. Rush or L.A. Noir. Or a cad, no idea for that. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you got heaps of time to hit the PlayStation. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, heaps. <laughs> Good on you, Tammy. 250 bucks is a sweet little amount of cash. It's all yours. That's awesome. Thank you so much. No worries. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. You guys know I have a very different family situation. You have a norm. child to cover every age group. <laughs> that, that is, that's correct. Including 30. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a, a one-year-old daughter, I have a four-year-old son, and I have a 16-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know the story, Esther and I, my wife, we met when I was 18. She was 22. She already had Ethan. Uh, his biological dad has never been on the scene mm-hmm. ever before. So um, he's my son, and his birth certificate is Acton. He's got my last name, um, and that's that's just how our life has been since I was 18. And yeah. He refers a, to you, Dad, even though he yeah. looks a lot older and more mature. Yes. Hmm. Well, actually, now he calls me Dad. Dad. Hey, Dad. Dad. <laughs> Dad. He's a, he is a, a beautiful young man and just a gorgeous soul, but we've hit a point in his life now which, and I, I don't really have any friends to talk to about this because I'm only 30 and all, you know, we've all got young kids. Yeah. Where he, he's becoming a man, he's not, but he's not quite a man yet. Yeah. He's still, uh, he's still a boy, but is starting to have his own thoughts, wanting to do his own things, and you want to encourage that because you want them to become their own person. At the same time, you can't l- totally let the reins go. No. Because you're like, no, he's not ready for that. He no. won't make the right decisions. Yeah. 15 years ago, buddy, I was you, and I know what you're thinking uh. up there. Um, and so it's really hard. It's really hard to find the balance where you're parenting and you're keeping uh, a great relationship with them at the same time. Because, you know, with a little kid, you you get up them, they move on, and then everything's fine, you know, an hour later or something. He'll hold on to it because he's nearly an adult, you know. He's he's experiencing that. He has a friend um, who Esther and I don't approve of. We don't like this kid. Why? Because you don't think he's making right choices or into stuff that you don't want your son to yeah. be into? Yeah. yeah. He's, in, he's into things that we don't want uh, Ethan to be influenced into. And um, I will say I, I know uh-huh. from text message conversations and things like oh, that. I was going to say. So you got proof that he's... Yes. Right, okay. It's not like it's we're just assuming, you know. Um, I think there's, you know, there might be some marijuana involved um, and things like that. And, and just... I can tell through Ethan's text messages, the way he speaks to this kid is not who he is. He's right. being someone else. Is he easily influenced? Uh, would it would appear so, so yeah. with it, with this kid? You know, just some of the 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 mannerisms and things that he says. You can tell he's being someone else when he talks to this this kid. And I've sat Ethan down. I've said, look, I don't think you should hang out with this kid. 
And Ethan said, you know, at heart, he's a really good person. I, you know, I want to be his friend. And I appreciate that inside of Ethan, um, that he wants to do that. But the unfortunate thing is at that age, when you have other people who are, act different to you, they never come up to your level. You always find that you end up going down and doing what they're doing. But you can't ban them from spending time together. That's the problem. You just hope that you can give them the morals that they make their own decision. I just say that because I think then he's still going to be friends with him. He's yeah. just not going to tell you. Yeah. Because I was, I was the friend that my friend was banned from seeing. Oh, so you, so you I were... I was the bad influence. Right. And how did you, how did you know that you were... Because she openly told me. Okay, fair enough. Mum we were probably, um, we weren't very good kids, but it was quite funny because I went to a new school yeah. and I found this group that I was like, oh my God, we get along so well. So a lot of the parents thought that I was a bad influence, not thinking that their yeah, kids were the ones. Already. So yeah. we were, we were caught smoking a couple of times and then we were caught sneaking out at night. Yeah. Um, I think they still call it sneaking out at night now, unless they do it during the day. Then I I don't think it's sneaking out at night. (laughs) So we were caught uh, sneaking out and our parents caught us and she said that it was me who started it, like the mother did. And she said, I don't want you spending any time with Abby. So we would be seen after hours like together. So you would still sneak around. So we'd yeah. still sneak around and then we got yeah. in trouble for that and we still went to the same school. Yeah. So yeah, you so can't she was... stop it there. And that's what we have with this. He goes, to, he's in the same school. Yeah. Um, we're still friends, by the way. Now we're best friends. Oh, that, that's that's good. Happy ending. Yeah. The and mother I'll... likes me now. <laughs> but it took a long time <laughs> yeah, though, yeah. but maybe that was a different. I also know that this kid's parents have, are very different to us. They're lax in their way of parenting. They allow more things than we would ever allow as well. Could you make the proviso that they can only hang out at your place then? That's a good one. That, that's a really good solution. Yeah. That is great. But I think, uh, yeah, good work, Stabby Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, but they never want to hang out at our house either because you don't. I guess but, we won't but if it was, stuff happen. Yeah, but if but it if was like, case, yeah. you can only see him if, if, if it's at our house. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. 131060, I wanted to bring this to the table and open the phones this morning. Uh, whether you have experience on this situation... Like, what, what do you think is the best thing to do? My inkling is cut, say, cut the kid off. You can't hang out with him. But like you both sort of said, I don't think that's going to go down the right do road Do they go there. to school together? Yeah. yeah. Then you yeah. can't stop that. No. 13, 10, 60, phones are open. Uh, I just love your complete honesty on this one. Uh, what do we do? You answered all the questions. We just don't know whether you answered the last one before the buzzer, Damien. Issue at home. Uh, the eldest son of mine, Ethan, he's 16 years old, hanging out with a friend who my wife and I, we don't like, don't approve of. Um, we feel like he could influence our son into taking the wrong path. And we're trying to work out, is it the right choice just to say you've got to cut this kid off? Or will it actually work? Yeah. What have you done in the past? 13, 10, 60. Kathy and Cressmead, what do you think about it? Hey, Kathy. Hello. Hey. hey. Yes, Kathy. Hi. Yeah, um, I've got uh, three teenage boys. I've got 18, uh, 14, and 13. And I've sent them my experience to tell them what to do about cutting off friends. doesn't ideally work. Yeah. Um, so basically, you have to um, maybe bring, it, bring your child into your home, um, build that trust with that child. Like, he actually respects you as well. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and your son will respect you more for it as well, but also keeping... Making sure that everyone's on the, um, you know, doing the right thing. But yeah, I found I make my house the house that everyone comes to. So I have every weekend about eight kids extra. Yeah. At yeah. my and and we're the house that yeah. So I I keep tabs on everyone, 
and my kids, and, and I have a lot of respect from kids that have actually had trouble at home, they come to our house. So, and my kids, um, yeah, I've got one, my oldest son has had some trouble, but I learnt that from my oldest son. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, That's a good okay. feedback. My parents used to always do that. They used to make sure they were always the ones that could be called any time of the night to pick yeah. them up. So yeah. because of that, they're always the cool parents, and they used to always make sure there was couches and pool yeah. table and everything at our house. <laughs> Boys sleeping everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Yaz, Yasmina from Oxley. Uh, morning, what do you think? Uh, well, I have a 14-year-old son turning 15 soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I communicate with him all the time. He wants to go out. I said, yep, bring your friends over. I'll have to meet them and stuff. But saying that, he's, very, he's a very good kid. Yeah. On the other hand, growing up with lots of siblings and stuff, my mum's mom, my place is always a house where all the kids come and stuff. Anyway, one of our sisters just has a lot of bad, influential friends. Uh-huh. Anyway, she's still friends with them to now, to the day now that she's in trouble that I can't really speak of. So. Right, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, that didn't end well. So that's yeah. what, like, Ethan is a great kid. He's mm. a very sweet kid. He is a, a fantastic big brother and loves his siblings, you know, helps out, does everything. And that's my worry is that one person can change that, yeah. you know? Have you asked the teachers who he hangs out at school? Like, get some more information about whether he's got other friends? Because maybe it's good to yeah. encourage the other friends. Well, he does have other friends as well who are great kids. And, you know, we're always, like, trying to yeah, hang out with yeah. them, hang out yeah. with them as well. Why don't you get transferred to Wagga Wagga? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Will you guys come? Help. Will you guys come it's, with us? Good and bad people everywhere. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, Sarah from Springfield, what do you think? Well, I was a very young mum, so it was all new. Yeah. Uh, when my daughter was about 14, 15, she started you know, wanting to make her own decisions and do whatever she wanted. Yeah. And it was about then that I decided that I can't be her friend, I have to be her mum first. Yeah. And I just put, put my foot down and said I will control as much as I can uh-huh. of what you do. Um, yes, she still had access to certain people at school, but that was it. Other than that, I knew where she was and who she was with, and I just told her no. And I wasn't the most loved mum yeah. for a few years, but she's now 19 and doing really well and still lives at home and mm. still loves me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any other day, yeah. Um, yeah, she she's she's a really good kid, and she was good back then. And she used to say things like, "Oh, why don't you trust me to make the right decision?" I say, "Because you're 14, and your brain doesn't work properly, and <laughs> yeah. that's why you need a mum to tell you no sometimes." And are you so, are you worried about that, Matt? Not being his friend? Um, I am. I think it's it has stressed our relationship because we used to be really close when he was little. Like we used to be really really close, and now that he's older. His reactions to my discipline are very different, yeah. and it does it, it. It can put a rift through us. Like I feel like sometimes I go like a month, and we haven't had a positive interaction. But maybe it's right what Sarah's saying. Maybe you can't be his friend at this point. But yeah, but don't you? Did you find it tough, Sarah? Where it was like you just found that there was no nice interactions in the yes. teenage. Yes, I year? did, and I, I felt like I was being a really bad mum at times just yeah. because I'm like my my child doesn't even want to acknowledge me or you know I'm the worst parent in the world and I just kept saying no I'm responsible for the adult you become yeah and until you're 18 I need to make the right choices for you because that's my job as a parent and sometimes we have to suck up and feel a bit bad ourselves because yeah. we know ultimately that we're doing the right thing and that's yeah you just keep telling yourself no I, I am doing the right thing well, thank you so much for calling. I appreciate everyone uh, for their help. So be hated.
But yeah. okay, be, be <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Hey, uh, you can watch the episodes of The Real Housewives of New York, uh, season 10. Hey, you, Foxtel as well as we can get it. Bethany Frankel from the show is on the air. Good morning. This is really great. I, there's so, I've done so much press in Sydney. This is wild. Australians are amazing. I'm having the greatest time. Oh, well, it's all about to change. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Throw me under the bus. I, I do love your thinking, your business mind, and I do get so, I don't know, just obsessed with the way you think, and I fell in love with um, Skinny Girl and, I guess, your brand. And I want to know, since coming to Australia, have you fallen in love with a product where you're like, I want to do a Skinny Girl version of this, like I need to have this in my... I just think there are a lot of interesting things. I saw a place, like a fusion tea place, that it looked like artistry. And even going to that place where the men were um, hand-blowing glass. I just think you're seeing a lot of artisan bespoke things here that I don't really see in New York. And everyone's into keto and gluten-free and vegan. It's just really into the food here. If you are into your food, because I've been stalking you on Instagram Live, because that's where I know where exactly you are. Um, Okay. You (laughs) were having lunch with Celeste Barber, who I love. She's... The, the best. We went to the so winery. Yeah. She's hysterical. I didn't know who she was. I didn't know who she was. So two days ago, someone introduced me to her. I had two blind dates of friends. Turns out she had, she had mocked me or whatever. You know, her satire video. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So she said, "I've I've posted videos of, of you." I said, "You have." So that was really fun. She's a kind of a little treasure. For those who don't know, she's on Instagram and she does reenactments of like. Um, famous people's yeah. promo shots and stuff that, that are usually really awkward and half naked. Well, it's a parody. There'll be yeah. a model walking out of a car that looks like the most perfect specimen, and then she's got her laundry basket and uh, her, you know, giant underwear getting falling out of the car. So it's yeah. really funny. You, I don't know if this is true, and I don't know if it was just the wine, so you're allowed to excuse it. But you said in during it that you met Celeste Barber through her manager, who happens to be Meghan Markle's ex. That is accurate. He he texted me. He saw that I was here and said, oh, you have to meet my client, Celeste. She's hilarious, and she's a big fan of yours. Who was the other friend? Uh, the other friend was Sia, who oh. I also, when I met her in L.A., didn't know who she was. She was she's a big fan of the Housewives, yeah. and because she's got that sort of you know alter ego, yeah. she um, and I have become amazing friends. I love her so much. And I said to her, I'm going to Australia. She says, well, I haven't lived there in so many years, and I lived in Adelaide. But I want you to have dinner with my friends. So I had dinner last night with two friends, one who she was in a childhood band with. And her, her, both of them knew her from Adelaide from when they were 17 years old. And she was in a band with this guy. Is Megan's uh, ex-husband must be getting sick of getting asked questions about her upcoming nuptials to Harry? Well, I don't know that I've helped that matter because, I mean, <laughs> never let the truth get in the way of the good story. We, 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 oh. we know each other. And um, we, he's in the entertainment industry and a manager and a producer. Mm. He has a girlfriend, I think. I date and I'm single. We do not have any romantic connection, but I know that that's not as interesting as what mm. the tabloids we might, we like might to just, say. Yeah, we might cut that out if that's okay with you. <laughs> <laughs> Never yeah, just make in. something yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Don't well, let I mean, the truth get in the way. Does that, does that happen in Hollywood where you have to, like, every person who you've seen out with doing business, whether it's him who's linked to Meghan Markle or just anyone, you have to say, we're not together, it was platonic... I guess I don't go out that much. I'm mostly in my pajamas, so I'm not really linked to people. I'm not, you know, but I've, I mean, I've, I've, I've dated some high-profile people. It just becomes something more. It Who's your number one? Who's the most famous person that you've been on a date with? 
Eric Stone Street from Modern Family. Oh, oh yes. Oh, guy. He went on a date with... Oh, no, sorry. I shouldn't say that. No, yeah, because it might have been around the no, same time. No, that's not true either. No, it no. wouldn't. You were going to say Charlie's Throne. That was not true. No, it wasn't, but thank you for that who one. Gonna no, say? I was going to say, he went on a date with Samantha Armitage, who hosts the Channel 7... Sunrise. Oh, Sunrise. And, uh, that, that, Australian, that might make yeah. sense. I feel like I heard a story, but no, yeah. he's totally an open book. He has a very yeah. serious girlfriend. I, I love him. He's funny, and we get along like a house on fire. It was a very short-lived, you know, just fun yeah. friendship. But yeah, he's great. Plays a fantastic gay man. He nails that character on that Beyond, show. and he's really straight. He's Kansas City. He's sports. He's <laughs> yeah. grilling, you know, meat in the backyard. He, you know, he's, he's, he's could not <laughs> Does, be. He's an excellent actor. Does everyone assume, like, that he's gay when he's out? Like, like people who are just I did. <laughs> I did. I yeah. did. When I met him, when I met him, there was a party for CAA, which is a big agency, and there were a lot of you know major stars there. And someone was talking to him, and I said, "Oh my God, you're so great! You're great on that show." And someone said to him, "Oh, she's the skinny girl, and she's changed the industry in reality TV, or something like that." And he said, "Oh, he thought I was an agent for some reason." Right. So anyway. He saw my skirt and he touched it. It was very thick leather. He goes, what is this made of? It's like you're wearing like a gladiator suit or something. And so he, I thought he was sort of commenting on my fashion. Yep. And I thought like we'd be going shopping for fashions <laughs> the next day. And he was flirting and walking around like, why, you know, why did you just walk away? You're talking to the most interesting person. And I thought, wow, he's really... He likes me, this new gay best friend. I didn't realize <laughs> until the next morning I woke up and I saw my assistants and I said, I met Cam from Modern Family last night. And I, and I said, he's, he's gay, right? And I said, no. I go, oh, my God, it all makes oh. sense now. <laughs> he was trying to work out so, how to unzip it. That's really what he was well, checking. Yeah, well, no, I can't say that because me, three, and four, and five. But no, he was not. <laughs> he is a very honorable gentleman, but I thought he was gay. Uh, well, we are hanging out with Bethany Frankel from the Real Housewives of New York. More with her coming up next. Uh, we're going to dig into the Me Too campaign. What she tells us uh, will blow your mind. It's next. Stick around. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. You can check her out, the Real Housewives of New York. Uh, she's a big businesswoman as well, worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Bethany Frankel is on the air with us this morning. Now, you're in town to celebrate the uh, the 10th anniversary of the Real Housewives of New York. Did you think when you first started that it would get to that? No, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't even know what it was. It was called The Manhattan Moms. Oh, it, yeah. it was a different show. It was about mother, four mothers trying to get their kids into private school and Bravo insisted on a fifth mom. The production company wanted only four moms and uh, it was, it's miraculous. I don't even know what to say. It's why, I can't believe I've been part of this this phenomenon in culture. And, and because it's extended out, there's so many versions of this it's show a as well. Mm. I know. Do you have yeah, a Yeah. We do, but everybody thinks we sort of all know each other. People got upset that I said that I don't. Someone asked me if I know the Real Housewives of Sydney, and I said I don't know them. Is it successful? That was a headline today that I, I, sw- I took a swipe at them. I, I, I don't. I don't know them. I, I don't even watch all the shows in my own country, so I just don't. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen it. Like we're all meant to be friends with Ryan Seacrest just because he does radio in another country well, you're not as well. Friends with him, I am. Right. <laughs> you took a swipe at him. Yeah. 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 He sucks him. balls anyway. So whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell him. Yeah. No, I know Ryan too. He's you know he's great. He's got he lives in New York now. Because I value your opinion, I'd love to know what you think about this. Because I was so excited that um Tony Robbins. I know that he's old school motivational speaker, but I was pretty excited. He's coming to Brisbane next month and bought tickets to go and see him. And I'm not going to go anymore after. I don't know if you've seen his um his sort of come out and spoken against the Me Too campaign. What's your thoughts on that? 
And what way did he speak against the Me Too movement? Saying that people that are coming out are just trying to make themselves significant and they're on the drug of significance and trying to make people wrong. I think that's a really big swipe and blanket statement. I mean, I think that there's been a wake-up call. I I talked about it can be controversial, the things that I sometimes say, because people have said to me, what would you say to your daughter? And it's no different than what I would have always said to my daughter or my friends or anyone, that you want to be a strong, confident woman, and if you feel uncomfortable, you step away from any situation. So if somebody asked me to come into a hotel room and I saw them in a robe, I would step away from that situation. Mm -hmm. And the people that are publicly... The most public, most famous, most powerful men in Hollywood, I have met them all. I, I know some of them. I mean, I've, you know, I know some of them more than the others. None of it is surprising. So right. yeah. anybody who says that it's surprising is absolutely not telling the truth because I wasn't really close with any of these people. I just have had exchanges with them and they were all really sleazy. It was their world. They had so much power and people liked to be around them. People played the game. Yeah. Have you you've met Harvey Weinstein before? I've met Harvey Weinstein. I I was at his his home for a charity event. He ran the show. He was a very intimidating character that kind of, you know, was was sleazy. His wife is definitely not surprised. Yeah. Nor was anybody that he worked with or for or he doesn't work for anybody. Yeah. But he was yeah. like he was Hollywood royalty. All I've met them all, Jeremy Piven and and Brett Ratner and um uh, Russell Simmons and you know New York and Hollywood in that world is a, is a, is a small world and they were all larger than life powerful people who got whatever they wanted that that's you know and that's not that's that's the whole entire problem in all my experiences with all of them they have never tried anything on me I would if anything got uncomfortable I would absolutely walk away Brett Ratner I've known since I'm 16 mm-hmm. I knew since I was 16 years old that's it's not all surprising but I you step away. What about mm-hmm. the the opposite? Because we were talking about this uh, this week, and I think it's it's nice to focus on. You've obviously met other high profile men in the industry that aren't that way, and that are completely respectful. And I hope I hope the answer to that is yes. But, but, but it's not. Well, everyone, in all it? of these circumstances that we're talking about, the men have been haven't tried it with me. Mm. You know, there might be a little flirtation, or oh, you look hot in that, or something like that. Nothing, you know past that but you can sort of feel someone's vibe and and no yes i I, men are men are wonderful i i I don't want to take all men down and i feel like what men are amazing women are amazing women also sometimes take advantage of their in power positions you know women can't be women can't be powerful because then they're a bitch but men can get away with being powerful i mean we have to find the line i don't think about men being paid more than me because i do a better job than the men that i work around and I'll get mine. I don't yeah. I don't think like that. I just don't see gender, race. I don't I just don't think that way. So like I said, if I'm uncomfortable, I step aside. I walk away and I tell somebody, "Check yourself." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh look, Bethany Frankel, great to have you on. We can watch you uh in the Real Housewives of New York City season 10, smashing it. It's on Hey You and also Foxtel. Uh lovely to have you on this morning to have a chat. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey. Yeah. We're just interrupting the podcast here uh-huh. uh, to let you know that tomorrow there's $10,000 to give away at 7 and 8 a.m. It's our 100K week, 100 grand in just one week. Here's the letters for Alpha Bucks. C and P for C3PO. <laughs> <laughs> C for Charlie, P for Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. And O for no numbers.
nil. Because if it was like O, letter O, confusing. Yes. But if one of the answers is it's name C- a famous robot. And P. C3PO. P-O. R2D2 comes from the thing that's written on the clicker board. Roll to uh, direction two. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one true? Yeah, that one's uh, true. Why don't you Google that one it's just to true, make sure? It's true. All right, stick around because there is another fact that ain't true that he dropped on the show today. Back to the podcast. Need a car? Can't get finance? We help people just like you with Alpha Car Finance. Alphacarfinance.com today, you. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. It's our 100K week. There's $100,000 on the line in just five days because we're playing 7 and 8 a.m. every day. Damien's already taken uh, home 10 grand this week. Let's see if we can do it again and just make the uh, accountants sweat a little, huh? We've got Jada from Red Bank Plains playing right now. Morning. Morning. Now you're saving for a house deposit, correct? Correct. Any money would be good, but the 10000 would be brilliant. And you do get that if you get all 10 right. But just say pass if you can't think quickly, and hopefully time's come back to it. But you know that it needs to start with the letter that Stav's about to give you. Okay. All right, Jada, your letter for today is R for Robert. Okay. And your time will start when I finish. <laughs> so now nervous you are. Yep. Uh-huh. 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 Okay. Just get to the question. I am. I am very nervous. <laughs> All right. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. And your time will start when I finish the first question, which is? Okay. Okay. Name a beer brand. Pass. Name a rap song. Pass. Oh, no. Name an international city. Um... Lime. Name a clothing brand. Relux. Name an item of food. Rice. Name a Queensland company. Ooh, I got $150. Yes. Jada? <laughs> I think I freaked you out the first one. As soon as you got a pass on the first, you start freaking out. It'd be a brand you could have had Rogers for a rap song. I uh, could have had rap. Rack city chick, rack rack city chick, tiger chick, rack rack city chick, rack city chick. Roll that out, A song that you will no longer like, but one hundred and fifty dollars. Thank you so much. Well done. Still some sweet coin, and there is ten thousand on the line every time we play seven eight a.m. every single day. It happens right here with us, Stav, Abby, Matt. Don't forget, jump online too if you want to play the Alpha Bucks app. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, if you've got an issue and you want to get advice, you can remain anonymous, as the next one is. Just send me an email. Uh, the address is dearabby, A-W-B-Y, at hit105.com.au. This one has the subject title, Emergency. And it's written at 2.45 a.m. Well, three weeks ago. <laughs> Don't no, take the date. I Don't take the get, date. I try to get to the <laughs> No, 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 no. No, very recent. Very, very recent. Here we go. It says, Dear Abby, for many reasons, I'd like to remain anonymous. Yes, got it. Okay. I'm a gay 25-year-old male who since September last year is in my second relationship. From our first coffee date, we've spent nearly every hour together other than his work and my uni, and it hasn't really changed. Most would probably say that we moved too quickly, even though we both seems like we're on the same page at the same stage in life of wanting a proper relationship. But recently I've noticed some changes. Firstly, 
the physical aspects of our relationship has dulled significantly in the last three months, but I just put it down to honeymoon phase wearing off. Uh-huh. And maybe he was stressed with everything he's going through. But especially lately, he's been distant and unaffectionate. For a while, I've had an uneasy feeling about his fidelity, um, stemming from the fact that he admitted early on that his weakness was basically having to commit previously, but he said that now he was ready. The feeling still hasn't left due to um, a little things that I do find strange, like leaving his phone face down whenever I'm in the room. But I just tell me, tell myself it's nothing to worry about, it's just my baggage from another relationship. However, tonight I am ashamed to admit that I looked through his phone while he was asleep and something just didn't feel right. I found that he had slept with someone else at the beginning of the year and has been messaging other guys with pictures. I'm unaware of any recent activity as there was new messages, but I didn't want to open them. I know that I'm a bad person for invading his privacy. I have no excuse. I just need to know for sure. But now I lay um, next to him with him, with him sleeping next to me at 2.45 a.m. with my stomach in knots and I have no clue about how to approach this. Do I try my hardest to play it cool or do I confess and just approach this head on? 13, 10, 60, if you have advice. He said he's going to be listening because he probably hasn't slept. I would say he shouldn't feel bad for checking the messages because he found something. With, I think if when someone gets so annoyed and tries to make the big deal about going through the phone, then yeah. they're trying to deflect. I don't think he's got a choice now because I think when you see something like that, even if you try to cover it up, I think because it's so raw, you're yeah. going to make it obvious. But also, just because you snooped and found the information doesn't mean that the information is any less wrong or helpful. But if he had snooped and not found any information... Well, then he's the, a terrible human. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> it's, so it's, it's the only fine it. if you find something. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. if you snoop, you have an inkling that something's happened. And, that's and exactly even if you right. don't find anything, mm. you've obviously got trust issues that need to be sorted out. Yeah. Because you only go snooping when you've got that idea. You know when you, you don't want to find anything, but then you might get disappointed you don't find anything? Yeah. I think it's worse if, you, if you've snooped and then you don't find anything, so you just invent like a message and then start a big fight just to try and yeah. make it seem like you had reason to. Um, I, 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 my answer is black he's, and white, he's got to leave. Get yeah. rid of him. Why would you want to be with someone who clearly doesn't respect I you think, if they're doing that? Well, I think obviously he's lying about being in the same stage. Like yeah. He's not ready to settle down. Maybe he thought yeah. he was, and then he wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I maybe would... that needs to be addressed. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Sometimes when you've got a problem, you feel like you're the only person in the world that's gone through it. But then when you share it, you find out, oh, no, there's heaps of people. Like, our phones have lit up. Because uh, I've got one from a guy who's in a relationship, and he said that the guy that he's in a relationship with said he wanted to have a serious one, but now he's got doubts. Anyway, at 2.45am, he's went through his phone and find, found messages from other guys, um, photos and everything, and now he wants to know, what do we do? Does he confront him about it, or does he just play his hardest to keep cool? 13, 10, 60, what do you think? Yeah, Teresa's an upper Mount Cravat. What do you think about this situation, Teresa? Hi, love. I was with uh, my ex-husband for married for 11 years. Um, we were together for 16. Um, it was the most hardest decision I ever had to do because we've got three kids, and I confronted him because I found messages on Facebook as well as on his phone. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it, it still is. the mo- And that was four years ago now, yeah. so I'm still... Um, 
And I know he's listening, and it, and it is the hardest decision. But at the end of the day, you you don't want to, you know, years go by and you and you realise oh, I've lived half my life. What have I achieved? And mm. you, you know, I mean, I've got kids. So you look at them and you think you want the best for them. Yeah. Um. So with regards to you know, um, with him and like, he's he's always going to lie to you no matter what. And you deserve so much more than someone that doesn't love you the same way back. Oh, um, I know it's been four years, but it's still so, yeah. Oh, still yeah. Emotional, he, still raw. Yeah, he, to have someone. Oh, he's, married, he's married to her now, and it's terrible. Like, mm. it really is. It's the most hardest thing. And, like, you know, I thought I'd um, give you guys a call so then they understand, you know, that there is people out mm. there and you think, you know, because you think, because you look at your kids and you think, oh, have I done the right thing? You think, no, I have done the right thing because you don't want them. They deserve um, happy, like, you know, and being left out on, uh, alone and stuff like that. But the first 12 months is the hardest it, it is because everything's so out of the norm, you know? Yeah. Um, you've made the right decision, you- Teresa. You need to know that yeah. you, you have. It's the right thing that you've done. Uh, thank you so much for your call this morning. Let's go to Lisa and Nanda. What do you think? Honestly, I think you should confront him. Um, I did the same with my now husband. Uh-huh. Um, and even to this day, I still check his phone because I don't trust him at all. Are you? Are you? Do you have that even communication where you say you're going to now? Yeah, I, do, I tell him and yeah. I, I confront him regularly and he's like, oh, no, no, no. Um, but, you know, you still have that in your head. Yeah. Why don't you trust him? Uh, he's young, uh-huh. and I'm older, and I've been through two engagements. Like, this is my... I'm actually married to him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you still have that. But he's never cheated yeah. before. Um, well, not physically. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. But... The doubt's still there. hard, yeah. Yeah. I know that one of my friends went through counselling for this. And the advice that she gave was to allow open phone policy if that made them feel better. Well, if you've got nothing to hide, yeah. what do you care? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I say to Esther all the time, I go, you can read. She goes, what are you, who are you texting? I'm like, Stabbing Abby. You want to read it? So, like, nah. No, please don't. <laughs> do you know that Kat's replied back to text messages from Steph's phone before? Like, I asked him a question and I thought, that's a real quick reply. <laughs> For me. Were you driving? Were you driving no, at the time? No, 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 it was home, oh, yeah. Right. I got replied. And I was like, well... It's handy. Just, yeah. Too many know. emojis in that for it not That's probably what it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was too sweet. Caitlin, um, what do you think about it? Hey, yeah, so I, um, I've been with my partner for quite some time now and basically there was a few inklings that I felt and I was like, no, I'm being silly, um, but obviously the guilt got the better of me and the overthinking and I did check his phone and... I was I what I found was you know it answered my issues but then I was like oh well I'm not going to tell him yeah. and then it got the better of me it ate at me and it ate at me I couldn't sleep I couldn't eat and mm. yeah it just came down to the arguments getting so bad that I was like look this is what I've done I have messed up but this is what I found and it you know at the end it was a light at the tunnel because we did work on our issues but you know if you can't cover it. It's going to continue to build. It's going to continue to cause arguments, and you're going to end up resenting each other for not being honest in the very beginning. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got a lot of people on the receiving end. I think most yeah. people are saying, nope, definitely confront Sarah in Mount Cosby. Do you think the same? Hi, guys. I really love your show, by the way. Oh, thanks, thanks, Sarah. Huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I had a boyfriend years ago that um, would cheat on me constantly and I found evidence and I would just accept it and forgive him. And as I did that, um, I, it got to the stage where I would accept any behaviour from him. Um, it made me feel like shit about myself. Yeah. Sorry. That's I right. wanted to, you know, end my life at times because of how he made me feel. Yeah. Um, and he's, he just got to get rid of him because... There's no point in sticking around. If he's starting to cheat on you now, he's never going to stop. And he will blame it on you. Um, he'll turn it back on you. And really, it's not your fault. Yeah. Mm. I'm with you, Sarah. Relationships should make you happy. If you're in one and you're yeah. not happy, get out of it. Yeah. And if it, like you said with Sarah, if it makes you start doubting yourself, then it's wrong. Well, there you go. Everyone has said confront him and then get out. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. We don't believe anything Stav says. He's a compulsive liar. He makes outrageous statements, so we investigate him. Oh, he's an idiot. Lies, 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 lies. This has become a regular segment. Proving me wrong. Yes. <laughs> Checking Stab's facts. <laughs> and look, we thought we have to actually uh, check with someone quite important about a statement that you made. Uh-huh. Do you want to be reminded of what the statement was? I hate being reminded of statements, but sure. You said you... The sheriff can make you a sheriff, so you can go, now you're a sheriff, go and shoot bad guys. Isn't that just an, like an honorary badge? <laughs> like you're... It's a cartoon, mate. <laughs> no, it's true. No, it's not. You, you deputise them. It's deputising. <laughs> you get deputised. <laughs> what? That what? is true. Like, Did someone make you a sheriff for the day, sweetheart? I will arrest you. Yes, in times of crisis, a, de- a sheriff can go, hey, we need more people. I deputise you. You're now a sheriff. Here's a badge. Go shoot people. Now it's time of crisis. Yeah, well, whenever they want to do what it. What kind of crisis? Like if there's not enough sheriffs, obviously, then they go, we need more people. Normally when they're getting a posse together to hunt someone I feel down. like he's adding facts because he gets nervous because we have someone official on the I'm line fine. with us I'm, right I'm, now. 100% on this one. From Utah County. So they're legit sheriff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Deputy Brower, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, let me Thank play you. your song. Would you play that song to a sheriff? Is that one of your top five on Spotify? You know, that's uh, it's got to be close, but maybe not in the top five. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, right. I'm sure you have to deal with rat bags um, every day, so thank you for taking our phone call. But um, you've heard that statement by Stav that anyone can be a sheriff and just go and shoot anyone. Be deputised, yes. Be deputised. Yes. That's <laughs> well, not, not everyone. No, okay. <laughs> There's a process there. Okay, what's the process there? Well, the process is, you know, obviously going through a, a law enforcement academy, uh, showing professionalism, dedication to protecting protecting the rights of the citizens. So it's a process to become a deputy uh-huh. here here in uh, Utah County. Okay. So imagine that there's some sort of apocalypse, and it's just you and Stav. Can you hand him a badge and a Glock and say you're deputized? You're now you're now a sheriff, my man. <laughs> I cannot do that. The sh- the actual sheriff could. Could deputize him as a volunteer to help, yes. A volunteer to help. Yeah, in, in that dire need. Then what weapon would he that. get? But is that needed? Anyone can have a gun license. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what the difference would be. Do you know, Deputy Bauer, is that the same in every state in America? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, not every. It just depends on where you are. The East Coast, the West Coast, the oh. Mideast, we're, we're a little different. Okay. So have you heard in your career... Of anyone, any sheriff saying to someone, a citizen, um, you are now a deputy, go and shoot someone. No. 
Thank you for your time, uh, Debbie. <laughs> 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 uh, they do it all the time in the movies, though, right? What? Yeah, that's, oh. yeah, the movies. Yeah. All right. Can't get all your facts from the movies Good and say them as statements. <laughs> thank you so much Cheers. for coming thank on. You. Thank Debbie you for your service, Brower. It's Stab Abby and Matt. I shot Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. We wanted to feel the vibe for the games down the Gold Coast and we thought, well, we can't go down there every day, so why don't we just send a phone down there that's attached to a boomerang because it always comes back and we're going to call it every day. The rule is if we call it three days in a row and there's no answer, then it's just it's to us, pretend we didn't do this. Uh, we're at day three today. Yeah, yeah. lighting on this one. So far we've spoken to a long jumper. Uh-huh. A high jumper? High jumper? A pentathlon... Yes, pentathlonist. <laughs> so you call it? Sure you do. Pent- no, pentathlonologist. Oh. Ah, that's yeah, 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 the yeah. technical term. Uh, somebody could beat some pentathlon. We're going to look into our sports. But uh, there was rumours from someone else that it was passed to a... Pole vaulter? I yeah. think so. Um, but the last two days, it hasn't even rung. Like, it's just mm. gone straight to voicemail. Someone's got to charge it. We ready? Yes. Yeah. Ready yeah. This could be the end of it. Uh-huh. Here we go. It's ringing this time. Still ringing. Hello? Hello? Who is this? It's Nina. Hey, Nina, sorry, hon, did we wake you? Um, no, because apparently I knew this phone was going to ring, so I woke up especially for it. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, no, so I had to put the phone on charge, and apparently, and then all my friends were like, oh, it's the phone, and then it started ringing, so yes, I'm here. Yay! <laughs> oh, this is so great. And are you an athlete? Yes, I'm a pole vaulter. Um, yeah, track and field. So the track program has finally started, which yeah. is cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick of the swimming. I'd like to see oh something God, else. Swimming is so boring. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, you'll be fun. It'll be good. It'll be good. So. Oh, that's funny. I'm just so happy you answered. This is very. Oh exciting. my God! I'm sorry. The fine has literally been in like limbo for two days, and oh, I don't know. <laughs> You've so been busy. You've been busy. That's fine. You're yeah, that's fine. Right. We were oh, going to call the oh, only person we knew that was a pole vaulter, so we were going to call him next. Steve, oh, Steve Hooker. Oh, no. Steve Hooker. Yeah. 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 He's commentating, actually. He's doing a really good job. Yeah. yeah. Do you? Can you hear him when you're doing your event, can you? you got the, no, the earbuds no, in. No, I've been... Um, <laughs> I've been watching it, so he, like, because he's an athlete, so, like, when he's commentating, he can, like, he knows what everyone's thinking and going through. So it gives, like, the audience a really good, like, vibe of what it's actually like. So what have you been doing if you haven't started until now? Have you just been having fun going? We've been training and stuff, which is good, but, like, just going on the village activities, like, it's literally like a mini bubble here. It's kind of weird, but it's cool. We're going to get the phone back with Tinder on it, aren't we? Yep. Oh, <laughs> well, there's reports in the Courier today yeah. that all the athletes are, are on Tinder. Uh, do you oh, know anything yeah. about that? Um, I think, like, most athletes will be on Tinder. I, um, I'm not. Right. <laughs> Is that because you've got a, got a partner or just because you can get uh, it without Tinder? Oh, oh. <laughs> um, no, like, one of my, like, best friends is here. Um, right. Right. Somewhat seeing him, somewhat not, but yeah, no, I'm pretty focused on what I have to yeah, do. Maybe course, afterwards, course. I think like all the swimmers would be on Tinder now, and I yeah. know they all went out last night, so 
Um, I didn't hear them come in, which is cool, because they're in my building. So right. they've, um, they've been respectful, which is cool. <laughs> maybe they didn't come home. Yeah, maybe they didn't. <laughs> when you One share a room. Manage it. Yeah. Oh, pardon? Well, if you share a room with someone else, that's like awkward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like one of the team managers, like one of the one pieces of advice they gave us, they said, if you're going to come home after a night out, instead of coming in at four, come in at seven. Right. So they'll like, just stay out. So yes. maybe that's what they've done. Yeah. <laughs> They've been respectful. Yeah, because you don't want to wake yeah. up everyone else. Exactly. It's the same rule that I had with my flatmates, so there you go. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been very good only focusing on your poll and the poll that you need to win medals. So, hey, well done. hey, I knew one of those jokes were going to come up. Hey, <laughs> you've been getting them your whole career, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. Any yeah. idea who you're going to give it to next? The phone? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, like, when I got given the phone, I was like, well, I, like, hate talking on radio. So, like, I try to, like, palm it off to someone else, but no one would take it. Right. So, like, don't worry. My mission today will be to give this phone to someone. Great. Okay. okay. Feel right. free to go international if you want. Give oh it to another. Oh, maybe I should. Yeah. 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 Break call. the ice. Mm. Yeah, the, well, the Cook Islands are staying like right next to us, and you know, on the first morning, I woke up to their music, yeah. like old school Chris Brown at like six thirty in the morning. I was like, guys, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I might chuck it over there. Yeah, cool. <laughs> right. that sounds good. Uh, thanks so much. Good luck uh, with the pole vaulting. Thank you so much, guys. Alrighty, bye. See ya. Bye, Dylan. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Righty, extra business here at the end of the podcast. Congratulations for making it through to the end. Don't forget, we love your feedback. If you leave us a review on our podcast page, uh, do that there. Uh, extra business I would like to bring up. Oh, my little sister. It's her engagement party this Saturday. Yes. Does she have a register for gifts? Uh, no, she doesn't at the moment. Um, it's at the Norman B. Cool in the Arvo. But I was just thinking the other day with her upcoming nuptials, because she's a lesbian, uh-huh. two girls, mm. how are they going to choose? Like, is anyone decided yet what they do with the last name thing? Totally up to them. There's no, like, tradition to no. it yet, is there? No, there's not. No, and it's also um, having to sit down and chat to couples just as a celebrant as well. Like, what do you want to do? Do you both want to walk down the aisle? Do you want one uh, of you there as yeah. well? Yeah. yeah. And how do you want it to say? Like, do you say wife and wife? Um a lot of people have gone with friends for life, like uh-huh. partners for life. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there's no real set of what you want to do. Because even my sister, she's going to hate me saying this, but she, I would say she's more masculine than her partner. Right. She's not a masculine girl, but she's never really worn dresses or anything. And right. I said to her, what are you going to wear? And she's like, a wedding dress? What else would I wear? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, oh. Just checking because I've she, she's a jeans chick. Yeah, my sister. It'll be fun though because it opens yeah. up to everything. Like whether you have both of them walk down the aisle and meet, you know, oh, yeah. and then two walk aisles down together. Down. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. which yeah, because yeah, they're, I think they're both walking. Do you down want the some aisle? ideas? Put it onto Instagram. You use the hashtag for um, gay wedding, and it comes up with all these different ways that people have entered they've and things it. like that, which is really okay. quite nice. But yeah, yeah. it's it, it's no real. Way There's to no do it rules. for last name. Yeah. Hmm. Rock, paper, scissors? Well, I think I think Esther, my wife, said that she, they'd heard him talking about it and that she's going to take Acton. So her, oh, okay. her wife uh-huh. is yeah. going to have our last name. There'll be a lot of um, hyphens. Yeah. For yeah. People. Some yeah, people meld them together. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, so her, her partner's name is McDonald, so she could have, like, Macton. Yes. Macton. Right, uh-huh. that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Right. McDonald. 
rolls off the tongue a bit better, it does. doesn't it? Actonald. Yeah, yeah Actonald. Yeah. Uh, okay, have a great day, everyone. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Stab, Abby, and Matt. Stab, Abby, and Matt.